The Mixed Bag on the After Reality Podcast Network. He's the coordinator of awesome, Will Simmons. And he's this week's rogue agent, Spencer Kelly. And this is After Reality. Welcome back to, well, we'll call it the Mixed Bag Podcast, um, because this week we're combining the Challenge Pod, the Bachelor Nation Pod, and some of our other favorites that we haven't gotten to talk about in a while into one Megapod. Um, I'm excited to talk about it. We had a... a I, I don't. I don't think I need to confirm this with you. Best episode of the season on the challenge this week. <laughs> Remember one of the best episodes of like a couple seasons at this point. Okay. It was pretty awesome. In a in a few year stretch, we'll call it. Yeah. And uh, we had a a very ho hum women to all. Maybe a couple of uh, key nuggets that we'll touch on there, but uh, didn't feel right doing a full podcast uh, around a uh, the women to all this week. And we're also going to talk about some of our Bravo favorites, Blow Deck Sailing Yacht which is on in second season summer house pretty much my my favorite tel- show on television and real housewives in new jersey so we got a, a lot to talk about will uh what are you excited to talk about uh yeah this challenge i mean i think i texted you and kenny and a couple of our friends i'm like this is why you watch the challenge and a couple of my friends had never who don't are on their first season this season they were just like holy shit i'm like this is what every episode used to be like back in the day like you just like every other week you're just like whoa so Everyone was blown away. I mean, I, yeah, I was stoked from the get-go. <laughs> have you watched, and, and I know I'm asking you on the day that it came out, <laughs> right. um, have you watched the uh, the real world, uh, whatever, um, tw- uh, re, uh, Homecoming? Homecoming, yes. Thank yeah. you for that. Uh, no, but I did sign up for Paramount Plus so I could watch it because I have read a couple of different articles and... I sent you a thing that Eric Nice about Eric Nice, how he's yeah, not I, actually living in the house, which is I, weird. I've seen that. That's weird. Is it already filmed? Or it's not like live. No, it's filmed. That's filmed. Um, yeah, this, this is all done. In the preview they showed after the challenge last night, it indicated they they would just started filming in January. It's possible they're, they're like it's. I mean, it's possible they're catching up. I don't know. Also, if this could only be like. You know, a short, a very we short season. Right? Weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably true. I mean, these these people are adults, <laughs> and and they they have, they have lives now. Um, Julie and Eric like look great thirty years later. Um, yeah, yeah. Julie and oh yeah, the first one was like, oh, Julie looks like she just stepped out of Alabama again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they still wearing the same sweater back to Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, of course, Heather Heather B went on to to make something of herself. She's kind of kind of a quasi celebrity. I feel like yeah, she's a big radio personality, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm super stoked for whenever it comes. I, I looked for it this morning on the, the Paramount Plus app, but uh, uh, the Road Rules reboot. Yeah, like I mean, what a perfect time to be doing that too. Like, put people yeah. in an RV and go. Yeah. Oh, it's twelve people. I don't know how that works. I don't know if there's two RVs. Yeah. Maybe they're competing. That could be. Fun. I mean, uh, what's annoying is that having these, having this, these shows on Paramount Plus, and then having Challenge on uh, MTV. It's like just put them all in one place. Just one place would be great. <laughs> well, at, at least um, you can watch all the 
old challenge seasons and most of the old real world seasons on Paramount Plus. Oh, can you? You can watch old real worlds? Absolutely. I, I, cool. I went through the list uh, last night. I think it's seasons one through four, and then it skips to Vegas season one, which I believe is 12, season 12. Yeah, that's a big jump. So there's an eight-year jump there, and then it's most of the seasons from there on out. There are some holes, but it's most Got of it. them all the way through the the final four seasons that were yeah. themed. Gotcha. Uh, and then, and then the, the all-star season, I, I that's what I, I want to know what the date is on that one. And, and I'm glad they're putting them out one at a time. I'm glad this isn't a Netflix thing. Yeah. Um, just dump them all. Um, which, which also puts us in a spot where we can talk about them on the pod. Um, it, if it, it worked that into our, our rotation. Uh, so I'm, I'm planning to watch the real world this weekend. Uh, my, my wife's excited about it cause that's, she watched it. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't watch that season uh, when it was like on TV. We're pretty young. <laughs> yeah, yeah I we, think we were like we were, we were in middle school. Yeah, so uh, it wasn't really our, our thing. But I remember watching. I remember seeing pieces of probably the next three, if not watching majority of like the seasons, full seasons from that point on. Yeah. So the first one I really remember being on my TV was London, which is not one I was super fond of. Uh, uh, but you know what? That one came back on. Remember MTV Classic had it? Yep. Remember they had, and we watched it. It was still good. I mean, it just, it, at the time, it wasn't the best one, but like, I enjoyed it, I guess. Just, it was also a nostalgic part of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, looking forward to it. Um, I, I might indulge myself in some of those back seasons. Uh, I wish they had the, like, seasons one through 10, because my favorites are, uh, like, the run of like Miami, New Orleans, Hawaii, back to New York. Um, that Chicago. Miami season with, with Dan and yeah. uh, Dan uh, yelling at um, oh, what's her Laura. name? No, no, no. It was um, Melissa. Melissa about his mail. Like it's just, it's just like you don't open my mail. Yeah, and then Flora like climbing in the bathroom. Yeah, the window. window. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, there, who's the other guy? There's the uh, Dude from New York that was living with Mike, him. Mike, Mike, Mikey. Or he whatever, was the one yeah. in the bathroom when she yeah, was in the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Seattle season, obviously all time season. Steven Slapper around around the world. Love Lindsay uh, Janet. Uh, yeah, and, this is a big season. And, uh, and that was a great cast. Oh, David, uh, Landon. No, Nathan. Nathan, not Landon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. It's. I mean, trust me. It'll never like we'll never get the real world like we had during like the pr- pr- the best years um uh, even like those last couple they did in chicago too self-aware now too self-aware there's too much going on everyone it's it's more of a show of th- of them rather than actually learning anything about themselves that last vegas season was fucking hard to watch yeah. the, um, the closest you get to it now is when you get a season one of like Florida a new show right. or was like the closest thing we get to a real world season which yeah that's why it was so good yeah, have you caught? Have you watched the first episode of the new season? I have. Um, I've watched half of it. But, um, very, very produced to start off with. Didn't love it, and also like these kids have become so self aware of what they're doing now. I, I feel like it's lost all its ingenuity. We're not going to go in depth. <laughs> I just, I, we, we, we're not going to go in depth on that. I just want to point out that Amy is selling shaving yeah, feet from her feet, feet so on nasty. her OnlyFans account. Oh. I'm just gonna put that there. Uh, I know, uh, and, and she's making good money. I think that's what her majority of her income is based on right now. So, 
I don't, Which have, any, is that, I don't have any rough skin. What am I going to take <laughs> off my feet? This is not the first reality celebrity that actually has – I've heard this about either. Oh. It's a thing. Just people like feet for some reason. Yeah. Oh, weird, okay. right? Uh, yeah, weird, right? So, double agents. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about double agents. I want to ask one question. Just, yeah. give me, just give me the straight up answer. I know it's a bit loaded because you worked on several seasons of Real World, but were you a Real World guy or Road Rules guy? Real World, yeah. yeah. I just because it was it was the first one I really latched onto. I loved all the. I mean, I watched all the Road Rules, but uh, Real World was just it was different. I mean, it's just different. Yeah. I, w- yeah. I was a road rules guy. I I still enjoyed the real world a lot, but uh, road yeah. rules is my thing. I, I think it's just because that's what I got into first. Yeah, and I think it's kind of I started watching real world. Road rules always fun, but like I don't know if you got the same in depth like learnings of each of the in inner workings of them because you're doing events and stuff like that. Which also brings us other things you can find out about people. But um, yeah, I mean, just I living in a, I, that I van. Guy Latarian, who's one of my all time favorite road rules, is on the All Star season. I'm pretty sure. Wow, nice. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, also it blends together at some point. I'm like, this is, these are all real world people. Like, no, this Darrell's road rules. And then it's Darrell like, is yeah. The, the lone remaining link yeah. other than when Derek shows up. Right. Because Mark Long's a. Uh, He's road rules. Road yeah. rules. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. We'll see some more road rulers. I think Rachel Robinson is maybe going to be on the All Star season. It, it's all mm-hmm. still kind of rumored what it is. There is that trailer out there that's been getting a lot of views on YouTube. And and other social media, the that all the all star one that's yeah, it's just like helmets clashing with oh yeah yeah when they have Nate, just see the names certain on. themes yep. yeah yeah no I, I'm I'm interested I mean um yeah I'm definitely gonna watch because uh, this is the one franchise I can never let go <laughs> that will be appointment TV for me um yeah. we've gotten well off track but we are gonna talk about the challenge double agents before we do though you want to remind everybody where they can find us online. Check, check, check us out on Twitter after After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe wherever you download them Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher. And check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. Yo, what's up? This is TJ Lavin. You're listening to the After the Reality Podcast. And we pick right back up where we left off last week. That was in the crater, right? And wondering if CT can pull a rabbit out of his hat. We're also left in the lurch of, is Nam really injured? Did Lolo really quit? These were things that were hanging in the balance. And most importantly, what is the security breach? Well, yeah, that's exactly where we left off. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Devin and Gabby, we know received the most votes. But who was the next in line? Is what oh, man. it says. Yep. CT is like, get the f out of here. Yeah, like, it, are it was this set up specifically for CT? I mean, I don't know. This like, is as soon as they said the second most, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Josh, get the fuck down there, man. <laughs> Just get start walking. <laughs> um, the answer is not in Josh. Yeah, that uh, they are compromised as well. Josh is so blindsided. He doesn't show it, but it's just like ho- he's hollow. Yeah, Devin, he's got the eye of the tiger. Josh might need a diaper, and CT lets Devin choose. Like, hey, who do you want to face? For some crazy unknown reason, he chooses Darrell. Like, I get that Darrell quote put you down there. Um, so they come down 
to the crater floor. Sure seems like Kyle like might have been the guy you was easiest to beat of the, the people to choose from. I he is aligned with Kyle. Yeah. That's the thing. And who's gonna face Josh and Nani? Big T C T. Yep. C T C T. And it's a double male elimination. There was a there was a moment there where I was like, they could really shake things up here if it if they turned it into women's or co ed or something that was yeah. really interesting. But it wasn't. And tonight we're playing Dead Ringer. So how what level were was your excitement as soon as like you were like, Oh, this is what's happening? <laughs> I was pretty excited. I like I love Darrell, right? But Devin's like the fan favorite this season. That's a weird thing to say, but he is. So I was kind of bummed, like, that's a lot of personality we lose off the show. And actually yeah. if you think about it, like Josh isn't good personality, but he's personality. So we lost two big personalities this week. Yeah. The two probably biggest in this this season too, right? I mean, like, as far as like getting into it with each other and just mouthing and whatnot. Um, I did appreciate CT letting Devin pick who he wanted. And I do appreciate Devin not being a punk and saying, I'm going for the easiest way in. Right. He went for the guy that he called out. There wasn't, but like, you're talking about like an all time champion. I mean, like you're not talking about Corey, right? It's like, Oh, Corey's so tough. You're talking about a guy that's one. It's still going to keep playing hard no matter what he's doing. I mean, yeah, I appreciated all of it, and the fact that CT let him do it, knowing that you know, hey, well, you're probably gonna lose. But well, Corey wasn't even an option, though. No, I know that's what I'm saying. That like he, if, if that was an option, he could have. Like, I still think he picks Darrell. I still okay. think he goes for the the gusto. The choices here. are Kyle, Darrell, Fessy, Roy Lee, and and Roy Lee. Yeah, actually, the play there might have been to pick Fessy. Maybe. Uh, maybe, that especially in that event. In that event, yeah, yeah, big guy. I mean, well, we say big guys don't do well, then CT fucking murders it. But, uh, he, nah, but, but, I, but CT's a robot. <laughs> no, nah, I, yeah, I mean, he's he, a, he may he, be a dad bod CT, but he's still wired the same. Yeah, for, of course, of course. But I, I was just so excited. I'm like, okay, this is what this this season had needed was something to flip it on its head, and all of a sudden you're like, all right, now we're really going to see what everyone's made of here. The fact that Josh was shitting bricks as soon as his name was called, which is like. That's exactly what we needed to see here. Uh, it's, I just like I was like, man, this is exactly what I wanted this season. Like to see more of this, and the fact that it's happening right now, it's like, all right, I'll take it and run with it. Um, but yeah, I was I was super excited. That this is the situation we're in because it easily could have been we're bringing back Amber and she's going to go with Nam or go with Corey or whatever you know whatever because we're like whoever was missing right, and it's like, oh okay, we're going to fill that gap and then we'll better, be done. Better would have been we're bringing back. Teresa to go with Nam. Yeah, see, team. but not she wasn't the last girl to leave, though. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I was neither, neither was Smashley when that happened. They just contrived yeah. like, well, since you knocked her out, she's back to replace you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it could have easily just been that kind of layup, and just like, all right, we're back where we started again, and here we go, and you know, Devin has to fight whoever. So, yeah. Let's turn so very back. excited this happened. Yep. So we go to Dead Ringer. We've seen this one before, but a little different this way. It's turned up a notch with some power, speed, mental agility. Pull the pole, grab the shapes, finish a tan- tangerine puzzle, as Darrell called it. <laughs> I can do these tangerine puzzles. <laughs> tangerine, tangerine, tangerine. This doesn't look uh, like tangerine. It's a square. <laughs> I also need to find out where you practice tangerine puzzles at. 
Um, <laughs> there's, there's, there's apps. I, I I'm sure. I I'm sure there is. I, after a number of seasons of Survivor, I was like, maybe I should work, hone my. <laughs> Just in case I'm called. <laughs> I, I also have an app for the slide puzzle. There you go. No, I know there's, I know there's stuff out there. I like to do one physically, do one. Like, it'd be cool if you buy one, you could shape it in different ways, but that's a whole other right, thing. It's a million dollar idea. I'm going to do a little <laughs> woodworking. I'm going to make it a yeah. <laughs> hundred different options minimum. Um, anyway, we've seen it before, but there's definitely a different uh, spin to it. Um, you have to win your match, stay in the game. Uh, puzzles seem to favor Devin and CT. I You're agree. Find out. I, I agree. I was like, man, this is not a bad move because. Devin is, you know, see, we haven't really seen Darrell do much this season either. So it's like, all right, Devin's had a nice little streak going. You know, he's won this before. Like, this he's is not, this is in his wheelhouse. There's, there's the lingering question of like, does Darrell still have it? We got our answer, but that, that was the question, right? Or, and is the, does Darrell still want it is the next question because like he had a chance to do more and he does, he didn't. So you didn't hear Leroy say, who wants it? And Devin say, we obviously both do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. I also, I will. You can you can hate on Devin all you want. I mean, he is the the mini Johnny Bananas at times, but he will talk shit and he will eat that shit as soon as he he, he loses it. So hate him all you want. The guy doesn't move. Doesn't doesn't ignore the fact he's fucked up or he's lost or that he was outmatched. I, I he does used, not ignore these. I things. used to hate him, but I like him this hey. season. He's also one of the guys that's been around, right? It's become one of those guys where you're like, kind of like Stockholm Syndrome. He's been around enough. He's not one of the new guys. I kind of have to like him. <laughs> well, but you also, like, he brings a lot to the show. Like, you need yeah. that personality, especially when Johnny's not there. He's got this false, he's got this amazing confidence that has very little backing behind it, but it's great. <laughs> Bravado. Yeah, exactly. So, Devin, uh, you will never see a show like the one that CT and I will put on if we get back into that house. So he's putting been, it out I would, there. I would have been so excited to see that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. See them tear tear the place down stud to stud. I mean, you're taking out one of the biggest mouths in the house, and you're taking out one of the biggest competitors in the house back to back. I mean, like, that's 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 the, a the big goof? The yeah, big the goof. The big the goof. Um, anyway, this is just exciting all around. I mean, I literally was like, phone down. Just going to be get ready to embrace this entire action. So, Darrell and Devin first. Darrell is really good at the momentum. Takes Devin a few minutes to get it, but he gets the hang of it, and they're neck and neck halfway through. Darrell gets gets the puzzle first, but Devin gets hot again. At this point, I'm like, hot, hot. This is, I mean, like the longer Darrell takes, the better off Devin is at this point. And Devin even says so in his ITMs, but. Uh, this takes a lot longer than it should, and the tangerine puzzle falls in Darrell's lap before it <laughs> falls into Devin's lap, and it's crazy. I was actually very surprised that Devin it didn't just snap because I'm always waiting for that. Just like oh, boom, 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 there we are. Like, I mean, they were both there with ample opportunity to win. It wasn't like tons of one got to that puzzle no. and had a head start. No, unlike De- unlike CT. Yeah. <laughs> so I like this is Devin's thing, and like I, he. he it's like he choked. I, I think the pressure got there. Yeah, he like he, I think when he realized he could do this, like because Darrell hasn't finished it yet, I think that's where he was like overthinking it too much. He was at like, that point. I'm gonna win. I got a chance to win. Yeah, I mean that's kind of it, right? Like if if Darrell finishes before he gets off the ramp, like pff, whatever, you know. But he had every chance to win this. So Devin gets crushed, loses to a four time champ. So it's not really a. a, a punch in the gut here but like i said Devin owned it he was like man i, I lost to the best person here and uh that had a shot so say a lot of me full hearts can't lose he didn't have clear eyes no um matchup number two ct 
versus the big goof. Uh, right off the bat, though, CT, he's got the hang of it. He's agile. He's explosive, like those like large explosive like box jumps he's doing off of the thing. And he's like Peter Parker out there, Will. Uh, he cruises to seven pieces. Josh, eh, he's a couple behind, and Josh is up there j- dangling like a, a like a a, a home turd. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, is there a is there a hair stuck in there or something? Um, and CT destroys the Tan Grand Puzzle. So he's the ultimate Dingleberry, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. he's, he's no longer the meatball. He's the uh, Dingleberry. The, um, the dangling perfect. Dingleberry. Yeah. Yeah. This thing's fantastic. Two OGs <laughs> killing it. Yeah. Time champ. A three-time champ, winning in the same night, it doesn't get a whole lot better than that. No, you know it's funny because people say like I, I was reading how the uh, last challenge where Nam and Lolo, you know, uh, Lolo's swimming backwards, that whole challenge itself that that CT and Big T didn't actually win it fast as fast as everyone thought. They said it's editing that made it look that way, but turns out Devin even said like, no, it was as fast as you thought. This was strictly no editing. This was CT busting ass from end to end and never, never, never giving Josh a chance. So uh, super impressive too. I mean, like uh, as much as I like the OGs winning it, the fact, the way they won this where Darrell kind of came, could have lost it one and CT actually, you know, like just manhandling Josh like he should. Can't ask for much more when it comes to challenge, especially the first where we're like 20 minutes of the episode too. Yeah. Real quick on what you mentioned from last week. I, I read some stuff where it sounded like, um, uh, CT and Big T had like kind of overshot the drop zone and they didn't yeah. for it. They, they yeah. were, like dropped them on the dock almost. Yeah. That's what Lolo said, I think. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 But um anyhow. Like I, I had the thought before CT even said it. I was like, oh, are the big goof and Devin gonna have to go on the same plane home? Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah. DJ thought it was pretty funny too. <laughs> yep. Uh, I like how when they're leaving, Devin yells out, Big Brother sucks! <laughs> pretty great. I mean, like, he's yelling, Big Brother sucks. He comes from fucking Are You the One. I mean, like, you really don't have much of a leg to stand on here, dude. Looks Big Brother's a good he show. feels like he's at least in the MTV universe. Yeah, I get it. CBS is a bigger network, but also owned by the same company now, Paramount. Indeed. All the same. The big question was, will CT take a new partner? Will Darrell take one? CT gets first pick. What did you think beforehand? I paused and asked Bethany, what is he going to do? When he was like, <laughs> hey, do I want to be a scumbag? Or do I want to ride with Big T? His, his words, not mine. I I didn't really know. I, I Yeah, I, it's a tough call. Like, they had really bonded, um, which was all the more puzzling when he made a snap decision in like... Like, like Cam, get down here! Like, yeah, it's like this comeuppance from the beginning of the season, and he's making a show of this. <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of a it was it was a little much, and it's also really it kind of embarrassing when you really think about it. Yeah, like I'm sure he now is just like I'm so embarrassed. I went down there and like grandstanded and like totally. Wasn't trying to, but belittled Big T. Yeah. Um, so I felt really bad for, I mean, like, CT's excited. Like, 
he's been in a tough spot all season. He's managed and managed and managed, and now he's got a chance to to really make something happen. And I don't know, was it the right move? We'll see. We'll see pretty quickly here too, because the the next challenge looks pretty interesting. But uh, I agree. He put on quite the show. Uh, felt bad for Big T because like she's they won two together. I mean, they won two eliminate uh, challenges together. So it's like that's some people haven't won one yet. And they won two, and she's supposedly like one of the worst ones out there. I mean, like that's that says something. She hasn't been that bad, and she, they've kind of worked well with Gary as a team. But to his point, he's come this far and made it. And now he just beat Josh, and he's almost at the end for the get to the finale. That you make a break, you make a break right now, and you take the best player you can, and hopefully that player is the player you need to get you pushed back here. Because like we don't know how this ends, right? Because if your partner doesn't have a, a, a skull, do you get disbanded? Do you have to get partnered with someone that does have a skull? Do you you know they kind of reform the teams, or do you, or do, or do you, you even have a partner? Or do you have a or I haven't thought about like what happens if your your partner doesn't have a skull? It means you don't get to go. You know, we're like what I feel like there's gonna be something that will weed these people out. You know, from from your partner. So I don't know. I bet they put ten in the final. You don't think? Yeah, yeah, most. Yeah, I mean, yes, but like if your partner doesn't have a skull, uh, I mean, like the partner just goes away, right? So, or but if you get to keep that partner because you have a skull, maybe that works out, right? I, I we don't know yet, obviously, but. I think he just he overdid it. I, honestly, though, when he was making this huge deal about it and camp starts walking down, I was waiting to say, just kidding, for a second. I was like, oh, man, that'd be so awesome. He's like, just kidding, I'm sticking with Big T. Oh. But I was like, is that going to happen? Was like, no, he's just going to be a fool. And it was just like, dude, th- like this is not normal CT reaction at all, either. This is like... This is not his normal. <laughs> like been pushing this down for years. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, where did this come from? But, um... Yeah, so honestly, is it the right move? I I would lean toward yes at this point. What about Darrell sticking with Amber B after she stuck with him last week? Right move? I, I think so as well. They do work together together. They've won one together. And uh I don't out of the ones that are left, I mean, I would think you're in a good Casey? spot. Huh? Wouldn't you rather have Casey? Uh I guess he could have taken Casey, yes. I, I just think they I think they have a good thing. I, yeah. And they both have skulls. So once again, if they have to get the partner, like I was just, thinking, I, I totally get it. If you do have to play with the partner going forward, like I'd want Cam or Casey. I feel like I, but. I kind of forgot about that. I was like, could he steal anyone? I guess he could have uh, at that point. So yeah, I, yeah, I totally get it. But I'm like, they played well together. I mean, like it's kind of like your ride or die at that point. Yeah. Anyhow, Kyle's put in a situation where he can take Nani. Big T or Gabby. Nani, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the second time this season, they're paired together. Rogue agent Corey decides to choose Gabby, who he calls the puzzle queen for his sixth partner of the season. Count him six. And that puts Nom in it, uh, or excuse me, uh, Big T in a pair with Nom, at least temporarily. Uh, but it's it's like a total recast here. I think the only original, well, I guess there's a, a go back to original pair with Kyle and Nani, but the only original pair there is Amber and Darrell. There you uh, go. There you go. We'll go back to the house, Will. Um, before that, the non-Big T pairing, wasn't that just like a, 
Ouch. Well, already knowing Nam's not feeling good, then you pair him up with Big T's, like in the uh, like mentally going to be a uh, little little weakened here. Ugh. I was like, poor guy. Like had this tough season. Lolo is a bad partner. Now he's hurt. Now he's a Big T. <laughs> Just one thing after another. Yeah. got never. I mean, like, did he get a fair shot? I think he did because he and Lolo could have figured this out, but. Because they're both very good athletes. This, this show, this this game is good for them. But it's it was like when Sarah Rice went on that run of having so many terrible partners. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's not like Lolo was bad at this, right? I mean, like she wasn't bad at things. She com- they were close in a couple, but yeah, it's it's bad. It didn't work out. Not everybody works out. Anyway, back in the house. Mentally weak. Yeah, back in the house. Uh, one of my Probably my all-time favorite 80s songs, Credit House, Don't Dream It's Over. Just a great fucking jam. Great way to open this up. Kyle's not pleased with CT. Kyle had the life sucked out of him losing Cam, which totally understand that. Uh, was he being a good ally to CT? Did CT owe him something? I, I, didn't I don't know. I don't think so. This is a game. Kyle did the game move for himself. CT did the game move for himself. I'm like, what are you going to do? It's the fucking game you're playing. Well, and, um, and really, like, I don't think anybody was playing with CT to begin with. No, he's played the middle the whole time for, for this reason. Yeah. He didn't have a partner. that His partner was sided with, like, the other British girls in the house, right? Like, is that the group you really want to be with? Not really. <laughs> whole thing's going on, and CT is giving me uh, Chad Johnson Bachelor Nation by <laughs> shoving lunch meat in his face. <laughs> it's so crazy. And, like, Kyle kind of, you know, Get a toe toe about it, but I'm like, uh, I Kyle, Kyle reached over and grabbed a piece of turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, that's mine, CT, with his big white pearlies. Um, and big in a parallel, Big T's out is really put off by CT being shady and dumping her, feeling like he was being fake to her. I don't think he's being fake. I don't. I think CT actually has been a really good guy for a long time now, but he had to make a game move, and I think his excitement got to his head at this point. I, I think what it comes down to. Um, I. I don't think he maliciously tried to hurt her. I mean, but he's, I he like, just couldn't get around to it. I like that he went to go try to patch things up, fireside thing. But then, like... Well, stop talking. Why Why did stop he talking. apologize? Stop, stop talking. Yeah. Like, oh. Why did he say... Big T, like, you just aren't... You're not ready for the final. Like, why did you have to say that? That's not apologizing. That's disparaging. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, 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 he could have just been like, hey... You deserve better than that. I shouldn't have reacted in that way. Like, I'm not sorry for changing partners, but I am sorry for mistreating you. Yep. And let her say whatever she wants to say to you and say, I'm sorry again. Yep. This is the solution. And like, I don't think he's, I mean, he's, I don't think he meant anything wrong. I just think he just mentally just, he was, his head was in his ass. That's all I could say. Uh, anyway, Nam seems to be really hurt at this point. He's trying to manage with the weekend rest and painkillers, but it seems like he's dead in the water. He finally makes to go see the hospital, uh, see if it's an easy fix, which back issues are rarely easy fixes. My wife's getting a very serious shot in her back tomorrow but for her lower back pains. <laughs> so on top of her second vaccination shot she got today, she's going to be really Lots interesting position this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so we're watching this, and she's like, Oh my God! She's like, I feel like Nam. <laughs> I was like, You totally are Nam. You you just like him. <laughs> um. Anyway, he heads off to the hospital. Uh, Wait, you're married to Nam. 
Yeah, I didn't realize that till now. Anyway, so Bananaramus takes the challenges to a hot spring, uh, which is really cool. Cool, cool summer. Oh, yeah, I, I'm not. That was, it was a good song, though. Uh, you did a good job. Uh, they get to leave the house, go to the Secret Lagoon. Um, Best treat of not, the season for this this crew. Yeah, I mean, like literally, it was a day off. They didn't have to do anything. They got to just hang out and drink in this awesome uh, hot uh, lagoon. Johnny isn't here to give a toast, so Roy Lee does. Not quite the style of Johnny, but yeah, fair, fair enough. Did all right. He, he made an effort. That, that, it did. And, and um, that was like our ice dome this week, the, going to the hot spring. Yeah, which honestly, I'd rather just go to the hot spring than the ice dome. The ice dome just getting so, just so lame <laughs> at this point. Um, we're still focused on Big T being upset and Corey letting her know. It was a really heartfelt moment to Corey letting her know. It really doesn't matter who your partner is in this game. The skull's all that matters and that you, he has to get a skull just like her and, you know, just kind of keep her, keep her happy and... All in all, not, not much happened to the hot spring. No, no, but CT did try to like sm- start smoothing it over. He started laying the groundwork to smooth it over. It didn't really land, but he was trying. Uh, but we do find out Nani is extremely distraught about uh, losing um, Josh and that the only partner she wants to get with is Fessy, which I don't know is foreshadowing or maybe that Nani's just going to go home if she doesn't win this next challenge. <laughs> we had a lot of little, like I don't know if you call them interstitials, vignettes, short scenes. Yeah, this week's episode that I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. Why are they telling us that?" Yeah, Why exactly. Are they us that they're not, not many of them paid off. Maybe it was just they were trying to get the episode back to a certain cadence since we're we're off of having the crater at the end of the show, and next week will be challenge house crater, and then we'll be back on schedule. <laughs> Maybe, uh, I, I'd like. I want to believe they're setting up, they're laying groundwork for stuff they're coming up. But you know, editing is fun. Anyhow, challenge did end up getting activated for a night challenge, which caught them all off guard. And I was like, why would you be caught off guard? Like, shouldn't you just be expecting there's going to be a challenge regardless of what time it is? Uh, first order of business. Nam, you went to the hospital. The word is you are medically unfit to continue. Uh, Feel bad for him. Feel bad for Big T, too, because she's rogue now. It's going to be a women's crater. There's only one women's gold skull left, and she's not even going to be eligible to compete for it. Not not that I expect Big T to go in and win something, but the it's kind of like taking the bat out of your, your, your hitter's hands by, by uh, stealing second, and uh, then the pitcher just walks your hitter, right? Yep. Uh, anyhow, for, for my baseball fans out there, anyhow, um, TJ describes his challenge as the worst nightmare for everyone. They're playing a game called Survive the Night. Um, each team is in a, a cell, which we've we'd seen in the previews. You're locked to the cell. The first team to survive kind of these torturous conditions and eventually break free wins the challenge. And this might be the only shot for the last gold skull is what, what he says. So that will be interesting to see. So who Gabby, wait, does Gabby have a skull? No, Gabby does not. Gabby and Nani are the, the two lacking a skull at this point, other than big T. Yep. I think that's accurate. Yep. Sounds accurate. It's Lolo quit. Yep. Um, no sleep, bad conditions. Bring it on. We'll see how CT and Cam work together. Let's see how these other pairs work together. 
now that the there's several new pairs again in the house, like um, Corey, Gabby. Is that wait? Is that who it was? Yeah, Corey and Gabby. That might be an interesting one to keep an eye on. I don't know. Anyhow, uh, we'll see what happens in the in the in the night of hell. Um, we do know that Gabby and Fessy will continue hooking up. Anissa looks to be having a breakdown of some sort. And and that's what we'll see next week. Um, just to put a button on the challenge, Fantasy 4 Reality, our partners over there, fantasy4reality.com, uh, Mr. Matt Gray. I am part of their team now as well, doing the live scoring. Uh, so there's plenty of time still to, to play the challenge, as we've established. There's a lot of people still there. So sign up, play with your friends, play with your coworkers. Will and I play uh, with friend of the pod, Mr. Kenny Browder, who was on last week. And, yeah, check it out. Um, Bachelor season's winding down a little late for that, but we'll have a new game up for The Bachelorette when it gets going here in the coming months. Um, speaking of The Bachelor, Will, we're not, we're not doing a full Bachelor episode this week, but we'll do some quick hits here on Bachelor Nation and the Women Tell All. Uh, we got a lot more women in the room this time around than we did for the Men Tell All for the uh, Claire Tasha season. And there was some owning it of antics, and there was some just complete lack of awareness uh, here. And I don't know which bucket MJ fit into, because there was some significant time spent on her and Jacinia. And I couldn't quite tell from, from the women how they felt about one side or the other in that, in that situation. Other areas, though. Anna, who was the one that put Brittany out on the rumor, street, uh, yeah. accused her of being an escort. Who Brittany ended up getting to have a sit down out of this. I think probably because the franchise felt bad that they did this to her. Yeah. Um, but Anna showed us all how you apologize to someone on television. You own everything. You don't ever say but or anything of the like. And you say, that was my fault. I did that. That was wrong. And she said it several times, which was, I don't know, shocking or, or something like that uh, to, to see on the show. I don't know if that's where your head was at. I, if you could get over the way she opens her mouth when she talks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm glad this was apologized, but I think Brittany's point... Brittany? Was that her name? Brittany? Yep. Brittany, um... I mean, her fucking life was <laughs> put in a real bad spot for a while, and probably gonna be that, and like she said, she's Google, you Google her, she's a, this is what comes up. Yeah, for the rest of her life, she's like the rest she's of her life. an escort on The Bachelor. Yeah, I mean, at least it was one of the top results, if she, you know, she doesn't do more from this, uh, you know, to yeah. separate that, but she's going ah. to need to go on paradise and create some more storylines for herself to override those stories. Right. Or she, you know, she runs for office or she takes some kind of like large promotion and as a CEO of a company, you know, something that moves her up. But yeah, this is tough. Um, I mean, like whatever Anna's friends told her, you know, she just came off this season. As we mentioned has been just bitterness and pettiness and mean girl shit from start to end. Like the most, 
uh, and like you've seen them all you've seen them all so like you know better than i but like this one just like these girls just turned on each other as fast as they could I mean, as a collective one of the worst uh yeah. i i thought now, it was interesting Brittany sympathized with anna for all the hate she was getting online yeah i mean she gets it she she's Anna's like mine's not even as bad as yours and Brittany's like probably not but i mean it sucks i mean it sucks because i mean like these girls i mean they're just they're young these especially this season they're so young like imagine if you or I were graduating college in the first, you know, and like you're trying to get a job this day and age where people can literally Google your name and find out everything about you, anything you've posted, and it's like, oh, that's gonna suck, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's like that's when you're like, uh, I'm gonna, I, I wish, I wish I had like a famous person's name. That way, no one could ever <laughs> ever find me, right? Yeah, yeah. that's like. Uh, if you, it's like if your last name was spelled differently and you went by Bill, you could just be Bill Simmons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if you have a super common name, you're the most easily unrecognizable, right? You know, yeah. John Smith. Good luck finding me. You know, like I, I'm pretty easy to find. You can yeah, find me on the interwebs. I'm not too hard either. So, yeah. But I mean, it just sucks. I mean, this like you and I will never understand the plight of anyone from these shows. I mean, I've witnessed firsthand people coming from these shows and, like, you know, going home and, like, they, you, I, I keep up with them and you find out, like, shit wasn't fun afterwards, right? Because rumors are spreading about what this, that, and the other. Their family doesn't know the whole story. And now, like, they don't know where to go. They can't get a job. They can't, they want to go back to their job. They don't know if they can. I mean, just like, yeah. life is not super easy. After, I mean, like, yes, you can go on and w- make money on Instagram and whatnot, but, like, that's not a full time career for the rest of your life. Like, that's going to be temporary. So, yeah. Good luck trying to get into the real world after this. I want to get your take on this. So we saw a lot of these, quote, outrageous moments, which were like dates that happened that we didn't see on, on, on the show because we spent so much time showing catty storylines, right? Yeah. Like, do you have a problem with with that? Are you good with that? That we, because because this gives us the answer on like the weird editing stuff, right? Where we're like, oh, did we just like showed up at the nighttime portion of the date and didn't even have a night daytime portion? Yep. So they could spend more time drafting a narrative around Mean Girls. It's what people watch more. I mean, like having a nice date's cool and all, but like these girls are fighting. It's like, ooh, let's watch more of that. I mean, that's. We're not going to act like that's not what's. I could have watched these the eating stacks of pancakes and chugging kegs of beer with Ben Higgins in the woods. Yeah, fun. (laughs) It was funny watching this too because, like, you realize we we missed entire group dates. I know, like, like at least half of the group date, right? Yeah, yeah, like, and we kind of kind of suspected that based on how some of these things start and ended and the way it picked up on, but like. It's like fuck. We're gonna make things that are actually kind of fun to watch versus whatever. I mean, like yeah, there's they a have the reasons where Bree and Piper and Rachel end up in a hot tub in the woods with Matt and Kit is off wandering yeah. the woods all by herself. Yeah, like that's okay. I mean, I get it. It doesn't seem like super compelling, and obviously, you know, they end up seeing it anyway. But like, it doesn't drive storyline, I guess, because maybe they were too too nice to each other outside of Kit. That that thing in the woods. The Rocky Balboaing of raw raw eggs and Katie vomiting them, and the the pancakes and chugging beer could have all been part of like that same like Olympics thing that Ben Higgins was. Doing. Yeah, could yeah. have all been the same date. Which yeah, like a great date uh, at least for us to watch on TV. Yep. Uh, speaking of Katie, she did the hot seat. 
Um, she cried. Abigail sat in the hot seat. Really, really a big fan of Abigail. Like, yeah. Um, she's great. And in interesting conversations with both, I don't like spoiler alert, maybe not spoiler alert. Like, um, the rumor is now back to Katie is going to be the bachelorette. Yeah, I saw that again. Uh, which is weird that it went from like, no, that's definitely not happening to, okay, now it's going to happen again. And like, I, I like the way that Katie went about things this season. It sounds like a lot of the women don't like her at all. Don't like her at all. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not super compelled to watch her. No. But I'm not super compelled a lot of the time to watch the lead. There's been a few instances where I was like, yeah, the lead. This is going to be great. Um, although, I, I did really, I, I have really liked Matt. I felt, I feel like he's been to borrow a, the terminology from Madison Pruitt, genuine and real on this season of the, uh, of the Bachelor, just because he had no preconceived notions of what was going to happen. Yeah, I agreed. Matt, I think Matt's been good on this as well. Um, we'll see how this wraps up and what happens post Bachelor, how this actually turns out. But yeah, I mean, like, I, honestly, I'm not surprised that these girls are still like angry at Katie because. They look like assholes on TV because of Katie, and I get it. I mean, I kind of understand why they're mad too. I, even though Katie, I think I feel like justified in what she did because they're, they're these mad girls were, Katie did the right thing and it affected them in a bad way. Yeah, exactly, and it made them look terrible on TV. I mean, like it's I get I get that, and most likely people are like turning their nose at these people for that. But you know, can't all be winners on these shows. But um, I I don't know. What? The way they're still catty with each other right now, I'm just like, oh, okay, well, this is never going away then. <laughs> Do you read anything into Matt James's new short haircut and large COVID beard? Is is James Harden beard? I dig it. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Um, I read into it single. That's <laughs> what I read into it. I mean, I've said it several times. We've both agreed, like, this very easily ends up with nobody in the season, right? Like, at this point, like, really is truly, truly with neither of these remaining women. When you say nobody, do you mean chooses someone but is no longer with them? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like he he chooses somebody, and it's I doubt that's (laughs) that. Then Matt, then Chris Harrison would actually be able to say this is the most dramatic season ever if he just chooses no one. (laughs) Well, that's what Brad Womack did on his first season, right? Yeah. So he's like, I didn't know that. No, I'm good. Lindsay, no, I'm good. Uh, wow. Wow. Or, good old Brad Womack, Pride of Austin. Sorry, it wasn't... Uh, that wasn't Brad Womack? Uh, well, no, yeah, it was Brad Womack, but uh, was it Deanna? Or was it... Yeah, or was it Melissa Rycroft? Oh, gosh. Um, my brain's been spent this week, so sorry on my... my I'm usually really sharp on my bachelor history. Um. Oh. Forgive me this one time. Anyhow, Maybe. we got. Um, wait, question. Anyway, did Tasha and JoJo show up on this season? Did this, did that happen? I didn't see that. They were in the bloopers, like eating hot sauces. Like, oh, that never that, made the air. No. Like they just rolled them over from. They became friends at La Quinta, and they <laughs> rolled them over here to Nima Colon, and mm. but that never made the air. Yeah. That's strange. In, in uh, unless, unless they show up in this next episode, that would be weird that they would show that to us. Uh, I mean, we don't. It's not un, 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 
out of the ordinary for someone to show up and be like, are you ready for fantasy suites or whatever? I mean, like, not, not that it happens a lot, but I mean, like, maybe that's what happens, but I don't know. It's usually someone, like, a bachelor shows up to talk to the bachelor, not... Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. To uh, talk to the bachelor. Uh, I don't know, man. The season was they're shot they're really there. strangely. They're there to talk to the ladies. Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. I just um, if, why can't they put Tyler Cameron back on the show? Like, yeah. What's my dude? Uh, that's who he ends up with, Spencer. Yeah. So, <laughs> in the long run, it's Howard. Still roommates. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. This is a pretty unremarkable. Even like Victoria, I'm like, how come Victoria wasn't up there like on the hot seat? Like of all, I mean, like I felt like she was a guarantee to go on the hot seat. When she did, I was like, okay, she did cry, did cry, and then she's still being an asshole on TV. I think, like as if she's learned nothing. Yeah, well, I I applauded Anna and like her being like to was it to Jacinia? Who was it to? Where she's like, don't don't you think that maybe you're just too sensitive? I'm like, no, you're a jerk, Victoria. I, I how do you not see this? Yeah, have you not read enough or been had enough people disparage you on on social media to realize that it's not anyone else, it's you? Yeah. Um, I won't disparage anything about you other than you being a jerk, which is f- is fair game to disparage you for being a jerk. Yep. Uh, anyhow, uh, I'm I'm most curious to see what Matt is so upset about next week, or assuming it's next week. Maybe it's in two weeks, but that's what I'm most curious about. But anyhow. Yep. I'm I'm ex- I'm preparing myself to be very underwhelmed at the, how this ends, I, and I I don't I I don't I don't know if it's because of all the bachelor crap going on right now. Whether I don't know this, I feel like this season was like heading in such a interesting direction. Now it's kind of like, oh, is this going to be a dud at the end of it? <laughs> There's a distinct possibility of that. I <laughs> That's not sugarcoated. It's possible. Very possible. It is anyway. possible. You want to talk about some uh, Bravo favorites? I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. What, what tickles your fancy for it to to bat lead off? Here? Uh, I mean, yacht sailing yacht. I think uh, was a good place to start. Um, solid first episode. I think. Um, I think we get to get a little bit about who the new cast is. Um, is it only been a... one episode? I feel like we had two. No, I was aired on Monday. First episode. Just I. I think maybe I watched it in two sittings, so maybe uh, I thought it was two. Episodes. They also ran the entire season leading up to it as well, so I, I ended up catching pieces of it leading up to it. But um, it's actually a long episode too; it was like an hour, yeah. fifteen minute episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was good. Uh, honestly, I, I I like the boat. The new the boat aspect is nice because we've seen so much yachting. Like the, I think that the the boat is its own character within this and uh, the sailing part. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Jean Luc. I mean, good luck. Six foot nine, trying to sleep in a bed that's made for a <laughs> six foot person. <laughs> yeah, I just—that's not going to go well. I—I I feel like on top of him not sleeping, I feel like that guy Gary, who's the bosun on this season or whatever, lead deck or whatever. I feel like the guy's going to ride that guy hard and just kind of ruin this guy's life. <laughs> and on top of not sleeping, that's going to be tough. I mean, like. I know I how I function. If I mean, I usually average seven eight hours a night. I know I don't have kids, so I can get that. That's that's my life. But uh, yeah, um, but like I'm not working manual labor in the sun for twelve hours a day either. So yeah, 
I kind of you kind of need that sleep a little more than me, Jean Luc. <laughs> the, the chef seems pretty talented, maybe a little uh, hard headed, but talented. Oh, I think she's gonna be a nightmare for them, and I'm all for it. <laughs> uh, I it, I mean, it looked like this this season on looks like one of the wildest seasons yeah. ever of this show. Like you put a bunch of uh, international personalities here. Yeah, I mean they're they're literally from all over the world. Yeah, and there was some crazy stuff in that trailer. Yeah, and and I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I I think the, the the cast looks built for this kind of thing and everything else. But um, yeah, uh, I did like didn't immediately not like anyone. Uh, didn't immediately gravitate towards anyone in particular. But I, I think it's interesting. I think there's only there's only two Americans on the cast, right? Uh Jean Luc, one girl from Florida. Yeah, and Glenn's from Canada. <laughs> I don't know where Jeff is from. Uh she's from Philippines or something like that originally. Somewhere somewhere in, in that area, I think. Um I think she's super talented. I mean, like her food looks looked good right off the bat, and uh, you know, she's going to a three three-star Michelin restaurant right out of uh, culinary school. So I, I love that she was like, I suck at everything in life, but I can cook really good. Yeah, I know. But it's all, also like questioning. I'm like, you are working in some, like literally the number one rated restaurant in the world at some point, And then decide I'm going to go work in a kitchen. That's like a third of the size. It should be on a, <laughs> like make myself, make my life a lot harder. Weird choice, but I mean, hey, I'm sure the money is fantastic in these things. I mean, the amount of money they're spending on these things. So I can't imagine it's well, it's not worth the time. But uh, no, I think the cast was fun. I, I like Captain Glenn a lot. You know, I think he's he get he. There's more autonomy with Captain with Captain Glenn than there is with Sandy and and Lee. So when he, all for it. And when you're on a smaller boat like this, you the captain lives with one of them. Yeah, which is which is weird. Um, yeah, very strange. But yeah, no, I think it's fun. Uh, it was a good start and uh, pretty stoked because, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we were talking about Summer House next. I, I have a real, um, I have a real uh, deep feeling it's not going to be a good season. <laughs> Summer House? Well, I mean, they're hamstrung by not being able to do anything. That that is that is a part of it. I also think this new format is not going to suit them well because they are stuck with being so in the house so much. Meaning because they're not getting to go away from each other during the week. Yeah, and uh, I mean, as we're already seeing, Hannah's a complete disaster. And also, it turns out Hannah's engaged to someone that she started seeing when the show air was started filming. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler Verif- alert! Put a spoiler Verif- alert on that, Will verified on that uh for now i said i forgot to send it to you somebody texted it to me or ig chatted it you know that any anything summer house related should go directly to me because this is pretty much my favorite show other than so i'll let you uh throw out your your thoughts on it while i pull up this ig so i can send it to you but uh, i mean summer house would have to be really bad for me not to love it um good and and i do um i enjoy the 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 cast i to interesting house that they're living in mm-hmm. the upside down house as luke called it um i enjoyed the the dynamic the most recent episode was like a very different tone to it the way it ended with carl's brother passing away that was like yeah that was cr- that sucked a, a feeling that 
you don't usually have watching one of these shows, right? I was like, oh man, good. And like, Carl's actually one of my favorite people on Bravo in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh man, and like I think I knew that it happened, but I've forgotten. All right, texted it to you, Hannah Burner. She's engaged in her podcast, Burning in Hell. Yeah. So the story goes that I found out is that this whole Luke situation is actually either complete fraud or she was already seeing the guy she was engaged to, uh, seeing, not sure, dating-wise or how serious they were. So, which adds another element of like, wow, this is even more produced than we get. But like that last fight seemed very personal. Uh, hey, burn dog. Uh, yeah. go right on the bike and hit some tennis balls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but don't use my good tennis balls for, for the, uh, Dingleberry knocking over the lover boy cans <laughs> game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, that, that storyline needs to fucking die quickly. And if uh, that means he leaves, fine. The triumvirate <laughs> of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. what are your thoughts on Sierra? I don't feel like she's adding a whole lot to the house. I like her. I think she's just, we just haven't gotten much of her. I think the Hannah story has sucked up the life out of this, this, this episode, this season so far, which she did last season as well. So we need to move on from that story because I think Sierra is actually going to be like really interesting in the long run. I think, I think I heard a rumor. I also may have just dreamed this up or like, <laughs> I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hoping that Paige just finally is like, she's already hinted at like, I don't know if Perry's the one for me or not. Like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, just start dating Carl again, please. <laughs> Make Like that, that throws the gas on this thing. Right. Sure. To your call point, uh, Carl is probably the biggest douchebag on the, on the scene on this out of this cast. But Carl has redeeming qualities that, like, every now and then, I'm like back on the Carl train. I'm like, yes, the best of Carl. Here we go. I think we're in a good Carl phase right now because he really does need to f- figure out his drinking situation. It's just getting messy, and the fact that Kyle's just said it bleeding into work, it's yeah. bad. But this brother situation, I think. It might double down on that. So, like, if you, maybe he's going to go from like kind of sober to like more sober. Um, but yeah. I like this version of Ka- Carl for sure. Yeah. Like, weird thing to say, but like, I think Carl is would be like a good friend to have. I think so too. Yeah. But he also might be the dangerous guy to be a friend with sometimes. We're like, dude, too much, too much, right? Because yeah. he's like, he's wasted too much and just like, got to do, do got to go all the time. So I agree that he's probably a good friend. Yeah. But, um, I'm enjoy- I'm enjoying the lack of fighting between Amanda and Kyle for the first time. Yes, well, that's why that's, that last fight with Hannah was like so annoying. It's like because Kyle made a point. He's like every time something goes on with Hannah, he he she turns around and says that I'm a shitty person, you know, to 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 Amanda. And, and it's like it's like what are you doing? This has nothing to do with that. It's not the same. But um, so back to that storyline with Luke and Hannah. I'm hoping that this was actually ending and not forced because I'm like, if they're going to be forcing storylines all summer. These, I don't know how great this is going to be. I really don't. Yeah. We know one thing. Danielle, when she was always working and having to take the, the long Island train out there late every weekend, actually a real thing. Cause she's actually working all the time. And she works a lot. Well. I mean, she's a product manager. I mean, like yeah. I, I believed her. I just thought her personality just didn't fit with the rest of the group. Which it still kind of doesn't because she's I, she's, a hard she's not like she's not like them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. She like 
Hannah and Paige are on an island by themselves. They're oh. like, <laughs> like the lonely island for those they're, two. They're in, they're just out there doing influencing. Things. Yeah, influencing. <laughs> like Lindsay, Danielle are working. Yeah. Kyle is working. Carl is working. Amanda is working. Uh, and then Sierra has no job whatsoever. <laughs> Steven is probably working harder than everyone trying to keep a business that's dying right now. <laughs> I think he works for the Tau. Tau. He does Tau, yeah. And apparently they downsized their number of employees by like a third. Yep. And that's why he's sitting on a box all day <laughs> instead of a chair at his computer, if you notice this. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't get the poor guy a chair or he couldn't order one on Amazon. <laughs> Times are tough. <laughs> Lindsay wouldn't buy him a chair. That way he had to quit working. A chair from the production department or something. Yeah. Uh, um, Lindsay's is still batshit crazy. Uh, you know, I, I, even though I was kind of dis- disparaging the show and got to shit a little bit, I still enjoy watching it. I still enjoy some of the people. I like Colin and Amanda a lot. I think, like I said, I'm a big fan of Carl when Carl's good Carl. I like Paige a lot. Hannah needs to knock up the show off. having a breakout season i think she's the most likable she's ever been i've always find her likable i just feel like when they're fighting all the time i don't it sucks yeah likable. no but like who know he likes anyone that's fighting i mean like no one's you're not gonna be a big fan of that but did you watch uh, the two of them on watch what happens live a week or two i did ago? it was amazing it was so good <laughs> like, when they were asking kyle like do you regret this and he was like no i don't regret this no <laughs> like do you regret saying uh <laughs> Summer's, Summer's fun. fun. Amanda, not fun. He's like, no, it's like one of my best, best catchphrases. Yeah, it's like the way he said it too. He kind of thought about it. He's like, no, because it gave me one of my best catchphrases. I'm like, good recovery. <laughs> also, like the way somebody was ringing the doorbell. <laughs> he had to go answer the door at the very beginning. He's like, oh, it was on package. Like, yeah. Couldn't just, they just kept ringing the doorbell? Yeah. It probably, I, I just, probably alcohol being delivered. Probably. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I think they're, I also find it like, because they're a real couple. Like, they're a real couple. They actually work things together. I think Amanda's marketing of that stuff like my merchandise sometimes can be better than the product it's it's mer- it's it's supporting right and i think she's got a good brand logo and stuff like that so it's really cool I, the the computer that we po- that I, we record this podcast on every week has a massive lover boy sticker on it there you right? go did I it come with it or did you have to order it at me yeah. Like it was on the packaging. I just peeled it off and stuck oh, it on nice. the computer. All right, so, so, so. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I don't I've looked at some of the stuff. I don't think I'm gonna be wearing any Loverboy stuff. It's a little too poppy cheesy for me, but I think it's a really good it's a really good logo. It's a really good branding. Was in like wave one. It's just a solid white pocket tee and it has Loverboy and script on the pocket. That's mm. it. Wouldn't wear that, pocket that, tee. That, That's that just me. <laughs> you, oh, you don't like a pocket tee? Mm-mm. I don't have a pencil or a protractor to put in there. <laughs> you glasses. I, I don't. You don't put anything in the pocket. Team. Why would I take my glasses off, Spencer? <laughs> I want you to see. I don't wear glasses. <laughs> um, you, maybe you have some of those little like clip-on things. Uh, <laughs> Fuck no, man. <laughs> I'm not my dad. I'll never get transition lenses. Those are two oh. rules for glass wearers. <laughs> uh, I actually might be getting contacts. So that's for my Hawaii trip. Never. It's a different story. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There, I, we'll, we'll, t- we'll talk about that offline, but anyhow, it's for it's for snorkeling. I want to see summer house. <laughs> I like it's probably like we know the challenge is my favorite, but I look forward to summer house more than any other show on TV right uh, now. And I, I, I and I totally understand why. I totally get. It. I think I think I think Southern Charm is kind of like that for me, where I like those guys enough, and and like they're they're also in the same age level as us too. Where I think like I feel like we. I don't know. I, I look forward to, both, to, to both the drama a lot, are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, both groups. Yeah, I think this this group 
feels a lot younger. Pop and some Lover Boy, and, yeah. and and we're gonna and let's talk like Winter House is a thing that's happening. Yeah, I know. Oh, they're, they're filming the show, and it's Amanda and Kyle and Lindsay, and I don't think it's Carl. I, I can't remember remember who else from this cast plus Austin and Craig. We're gonna live in a house in like up somewhere in in the Northeast, not in New York. Yeah, I heard about those. I mean, let's hope. Let's hope it works out. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't. I just don't think this summer house. This summer house may not be the best one we we've we've had. Oh yeah, I mean, basically parameters. It, it, it can't be. Yeah, but but so. just like you, uh, like what what do you always say, Will, about the, the <laughs> concerts? <Frank Rosanna> concert? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, you're, you're worst one you've ever been to is the one you ever. It's the one you didn't go to. to, Of course. Of course. Um, Summer House. Uh, Yeah. I I caught up last night. You said you hadn't caught up. No, did you? Oh, you caught up. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Dallas Um, is the one I'm lacking. Dallas. Right, right, right. Um, Dallas. Jersey uh, is the one I find the funniest. Yes. uh, it's Honestly, it's one I don't watch all of at times, but when I do watch it, I mean, they are some hilarious people at times. (laughs) And the, the Joes getting together, that's always great. And, and Bill and um, I, Bill's my favorite. Bill's my favorite <laughs> cast member on, on the show. Mm. <laughs> um, the, the the trick they pulled on uh, Joe Gorga with uh, <laughs> Melissa was when the, the montage we got this week of like all the old um, drunken moments with yeah. the guys, and then Gorga just eating crap going through the the <laughs> door. <laughs> And of course, last season, Bill being carried in. Oh, Bethany had a remind like I hadn't, I haven't seen a lot of those, and so she's like, I pause it, and be like, what's happening here? She's like, okay, this is what's going on. She's like, oh my god, carrying Bill in, he they got him so wasted. <laughs> I, and then Margaret Josephs has a completely new face. <laughs> see, I've only seen her from like I've only known her for like a season or so, so like I don't really know the big difference, but. Um... Yeah, yeah, definitely a big fan of her. This, like a couple years ago, when I was going to a Crappens live tape, that's right. I needed to cram for it, and then I started liking it, uh, which I got back into it at a at a good time. I I really like Jackie. I'm hoping she's not too far on the outs of this Teresa stuff. I would rather them just get rid of Teresa. Teresa provides nothing to the show for me. I know she's an OG, but like Jackie's my favorite one. And and I'm worried she's not going to be she's going to be excluded from the group uh, based on what's going on because Teresa is an awful human being. But that's just my opinion. Uh, where do you stand on the Teresa Jackie feud? Uh, Teresa's an asshole and, and an idiot, and I love the fact, fact people call her out like oh, like how Teresa's just not a very bright person, which she's, I think she's proven that. that that's that's the absolute root of it all. She's just not very smart. <laughs> Yeah, like Jackie's comment was only in, even though I love to keep it, they bring up analogy a lot, which I think is the first time a lot of these girls, some of these women have used analogy in a long time. Could I look up, could you look up analogy for me? Yeah. But uh, yes, I really do think it was an actual analogy. She's like, if your wife sits in love with your daughter, then what the fuck? But you actually are spreading this lie and rumor, and it just, yeah, it's just, it's so annoying. But, um, you know, that's why Teresa's Teresa. Explained it a little deeper. If I, hypothetically said do you know what hypothetical is let me explain that to you first that's me like um if it might it it did i'm not saying it happened but what if gia was snorting coke in the bathroom would would that be something that you would want me to spread a rumor about 
or even talked about to someone else? No? Okay, great. We're good then. <laughs> would, would you like me to come to your husband? Oh, wait. You don't have a husband anymore. Yeah. Um, would you like me to come to your birthday party and spread that rumor uh, yeah. about you oh, that's at right. your birthday party? That's right. Your ex-husband is selling dildos in Italy. I got it. Forgot. Sorry. What is he selling? Dildos. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, so another podcast, The Bitch Sesh, they, do with, they actually hired uh, Joe Judice. Uh, for cameo, and they had, they mentioned in the cameo request something about his dildos. How they ordered one of his dildos because they did order one of his dildos, and he was like, "I'm no longer that dildo company anymore. They they're not very good people. But I might get another dildo company." Like he's all about his dildo companies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I kind of I got into the show post Joe Judice, so like I kind of avoided that um, problem. I did see when when they went to go see him in Italy. But anyhow, um. I'm enjoying it. I'm still always just intrigued by the relationship between Dolores and Frank and her boyfriend, whatever his name is. Drawing a blank. Is he Joe also? How many Joes are there? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I mentioned it. I have because we're talking about random stuff. Married at first sight that this season right now. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, it's it's an easy watch. That's these people never seen each other. It's very, it's not super dramatic, but it's also really interesting to see people never met each other, get married, and have to like figure it out in like a two three month period. So that's been really good. Um, Ninety day has been really good. Uh, that one seems to be never ending though this season. So, uh, do, but yeah, do we know if there's a lockup season coming anytime soon. Probably a lockup season. Probably lockup. That one's finally winding. It's probably winding down. I think. Season yeah. finales. Kind of failed like seven or eight episodes from the end. Yeah, this one's okay. Yeah, it's because just it's rehashing something storylines that have already existed yeah. for so the, long. Yeah. I need the more intense storylines of love after lockup instead of life after. Lockup. Right, because I mean it's like the buildup of them actually. Well, how's this gonna work? So, but um, yeah, for sure. The intensity of like, gotta go to the halfway house or like, yeah. The guy getting married on the back of his truck on the side of the road. No, man, that if you need to catch up to that story, that storyline is interesting because he then his the mom okay, and sister is that in Life After Lockup now? Yeah, oh yeah, that one's like one of the ongoing storylines. Maybe I'm gonna have to start watching it because I was only invested in Lindsay, <laughs> Scott, and Scott and um, Vegas, uh, Sean and Destiny. I didn't yep. realize that. John and so that's the problem. That's the problem with this 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 series is that you don't get full. You get no chops. It's not much because you you won't see someone for like a week or two, and then all of a sudden they show up for a whole episode. Like so, uh, yeah. So John and uh, Christiana um, in Iowa. Uh, yeah. yeah. So j- while she's back in jail, her sister and mom move in with him and his like three kids. Well, that happened at the end of the last season, right? Right. Yeah. Then he almost he gets really uh, the storyline wor- works itself out that he almost bangs his sister before Christiana gets back out. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Yeah. I mean, it's you're seven or eight weeks behind. You're like, yeah, you're gonna it's be a year free catch up. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have inspired me to to watch it. Although, like, I I've been trying to get some more scripted shows into my into my repertoire. I want to get back to Yellowstone. Finally finished Breaking Bad. Yay! Made it through. Need to watch the El Camino. Uh, you got to watch Better Call Saul next, which yeah. 
I would say it's sometimes a little better than Breaking Bad. Yeah, I, I got some other things I want to prioritize sure. ahead of that. Sure, sure. Like you just watched The Sopranos. I want to watch The Sopranos. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. We've been watching Mar- Marvelous Miss Maisel. That's a really good one. Uh, she's a comedian back in the 50s, 60s. Really good. Yeah, we're definitely more scripted for stuff. Um, yep, looking forward to some stuff coming out there. Uh, did watch a really good movie. If you're in the movie scene, um, A Very Promising Woman. I've seen a lot, pretty, of, a lot of pretty, there. pretty damn good. It's actually got a great cast too. A lot of like random uh, characters that you all know and love. So um, yeah, it's I was actually Hi guys, Joey a lot Joey of them. Pants, Joey Pants, Joey Player, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yep, yep, yep. All right. Um, I th- I think we've we've done an admirable job, admirable job here on the on the Megapod. Uh, so you want to remind everybody where they can find us online before we get out of here. Uh, sure will follow us on instagram uh, follow us on instagram at after reality podcast you can follow us on twitter at after reality pod and like the after reality tv podcast page on facebook subscribe where we download them apple spotify google or stitcher check out our website after reality podcast.com you can find me at eiffel over 45 on instagram and twitter and you can find me at spencer kitley on the twitter uh at fantasy the num- number four reality on instagram and twitter and until we chat again we remind you we like bears and Mexican food. And we remind you, all is fair, love, war, challenges. <laughs>